Welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System, your trusted subject matter expert for debt collection solutions. Join us as we discuss the biggest trends and topics in debt collection and explore account recoveries in an uncertain future. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast from IC System. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the podcast. Today, we're talking about how to keep up with regulatory change in the collection industry. That's something that is obviously a big topic of conversation and an important one. And joining us for her second appearance here on the podcast is Michelle Dove. She's the Corporate Counsel and Chief Compliance Officer at IC System. Michelle, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Michelle, you've been on before and you told us a little bit about just kind of what your job entails and gave gave us some of the basics as far as compliance goes when it comes to collections. But before we dive into our topic today, I want to learn a little bit more about what a day in the life of the corporate counsel and chief compliance officer at IC System looks like. So uh, what does your day to day kind of look like and what sorts of things are you digging into on a daily basis? Um, Every day is a little different. There is always something new Um, as the corporate counsel at IC System. Um, Typically, I deal with a lot of litigation. IC System is involved in various types of litigation. And so my primary job is to manage litigation and just ensure that we are responding timely and that we're um, protecting the best interests of the company. I also spend a lot of time reviewing our policies and procedures, making sure that everything is accurate and up to date and in compliance with the ever- changing laws and regulations. Um, And then I dabble in a little bit of HR issues and other corporate matters. And I attend a lot of meetings and review a lot of contracts. So that's kind of high level, what my day looks like. Sounds like uh, you're spinning a lot of plates or uh, juggling a lot of hats all at the same time. Uh, I'm sure I'm mixing metaphors there, but but it does sound like uh, you have a lot going on and kind of have your hand in in a lot of different things on a regular basis. One other thing that that sounds really interesting to me anyways about what you do is that uh, my understanding anyways is that the collection industry is highly regulated and certain state and local laws govern how IC system and other agencies can do business in those particular areas. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the laws that exist today? And um, generally speaking, how do they regulate in the collection industry? Sure. There are some federal laws that kind of are overarching and govern everything we do. So the FDCPA, in essence, tells debt collectors that you have to treat consumers fairly. Um, The FCRA governs how we report debts if um, our clients elect to credit report accounts. The FCRA tells us how to do it right. Um, The TCPA, it sounds like a lot of uh, acronyms, right? (laughs) Keep them all straight. Um, The TCPA governs how we call consumers and mostly um, kind of dictates how we can call cell phones, when we can call cell phones. And then there are a lot of privacy laws. HIPAA governs healthcare debt. GLBA sets forth privacy and security laws and requirements we have to follow. And now what we're seeing, the latest trend is um, various states are adopting their own mini versions of these laws. And so we used to spend a lot of time worrying, and we still do, um, but we used to primarily focus on federal regulators. But now we have states like California and New York that are setting up their own Um, mini regulatory offices. They're not mini, they're quite expansive, but they're setting up their own departments within each state. So um, where we used to have one federal body kind of governing the laws, now we are starting to see this at a state level and at a municipal level as well. So um, the laws continue to expand. Uh, You know, I 
I have mixed feelings about it. There's a lot of regulation. It's hard when you have 50 states, you know, if eventually we have 50 states telling us to do things 50 different ways, um, compliance will <laughs> become even more exhaustive, um, exhausting, expansive. Um, but it's good. Uh, you know, I, I think for a long time in our industry, we collected debts a little bit unknowing uh, of what the requirements or expectations were. And we usually found out when we got it wrong and were sued in federal court. And then a judge said, nah, I don't think you did that right. Um, the good news with all of this regulation is it tells you how to collect debts the right way. Um, and so just ensuring compliance then is the next step. So now we're starting to get a lot of rules and now we're spending a lot of time making sure our policies and procedures are in compliance with all of these rules. So it's it's a lot, uh, but it keeps us honest. It makes us really good at our jobs and tells us, kind of gives us a roadmap for how we should be collecting debts. So what steps do you typically take to ensure that you're keeping up with the latest legislative changes, right? If, if things are changing rapidly and states are kind of implementing their own rules and regulations around these things, how do you stay up to date with what the latest, you know, changes are? It takes a village. Uh, everyone at IC is involved in compliance. And I certainly um, am chiefly involved in the chief compliance officer. But, you know, there are 550 plus people at IC that are helping me in this job. So I don't want to take credit for the work of a lot of people. But what I do primarily, I, there's a lot of resources in our industry. So resources like ACA and Inside Arm. Um, are constantly publishing. Every day I get emails with regulatory updates and legislative changes. So I keep track of all of that. Um, I also follow case law developments. I'm a lawyer and so I read a lot of case law um, and try to just detect trends and you know, certain circuits are more consumer friendly, cert certain circuits are uh, more agency friendly. And so you just read a lot of cases to try to determine where the court's going and what are these rules going to look like um, as they are, you know, as a, they're adjudicated by a court. Um, I attend a lot of industry conferences and I also benchmark with a lot of other compliance professionals in our industry. So I think in some industries, there's a lot of competition and secrecy, and certainly you know, we compete with other agencies. But I think a really great thing about our industry is that there are a lot of really smart people um, who are willing to get on calls and talk about different trends and different legislative changes and share ideas. And so I'm a part of a number of those groups, and I think it makes us all better. So, you know, we, of course, we're careful with client information and kind of our collection strategy, but in terms of what we're up against, um, legislatively and judicially, comparing notes has been a really, really good resource for me just to make sure that we are completely in compliance with the applicable law. I enjoy that answer. That's uh, that, that's really interesting to learn about, just that that uh, spirit of collaboration almost um, across different agencies even is, is really interesting to learn about. Now, obviously, one of the major topics, uh, doesn't matter what industry you're talking about, has been just the way that the world has changed over the last 18 months, almost two years now. You know, So uh, given how the world has changed, has the collection agency had to adjust in terms of you know, regulations and things along those lines? Absolutely. Um, I, you know, for the first time in 18, or excuse me, for the first time ever in 2020, collection agencies were allowed to collect remotely. And um, some of the restrictions prior to COVID came from the state of Minnesota, the state where IC is headquarters. Um, some of them came from clients, but 
in March of 2020, that kind of all went out the window and regulations changed very quickly. And um, states that had prohibited remote collection in the past, all of a sudden were open to it. And I think over the last 18, 19 months, uh, all collection agencies have proven that remote collections can be safe. It can be very effective and it's really good for our employees and really good for consumers. So our, the productivity, I think, was a real surprise. We weren't sure if we you know, sent everyone home to work from their living room, if we were still going to collect any debts. But it turns out we were even more productive. So I, I think there have been a lot of surprises. And fortunately, a lot of states that used to have regulation prohibiting remote collection, they've taken another look at it. And some of those laws are starting to change. So that's great. Um, I think what's coming down the road in terms of remote collection will, of course, be additional security laws and security examinations just to make sure that consumer information is protected, um, you know, in uh, in the case of remote collection. But that, I'd say, is the biggest change is just the allowance of remote work and how successful um, agencies have been at that. Um, you know, there's other changes as well. Certain jurisdictions like the District of Columbia have restricted all debt collection during the pandemic. So we're still waiting to be able to collect debts in DC. Um, that I think is the most extreme restriction that we've seen during COVID. But there are other nuanced restrictions about uh, restrictions on when and how we can contact consumers. Some of that has started to relax, but it was crazy. It was a crazy 18 months. We uh, you know, adapted to a lot and made a lot of changes, but it we proved it it's very successful to collect remotely. And I think that we also prove that we can be compliant even in a very quickly changing times. Do you anticipate that, uh, that, you know, being able to collect remotely is something that will just be a permanent fixture moving forward now? I really hope so. Um, we're, <laughs> we really are uh, working hard to prove to different legislators and legislatures that have restricted it, that it, it is effective and it's safe and it's the right thing to do. Um, there's a few states that are still holding out, but we're hoping to get those laws changed here in the next six to 12 months. Um, I, you know, it certainly is much more of a viable collection strategy than it ever was before COVID. So maybe it's a little gift from all the insanity of the last 18 months. Right. Now, I'm, I'm particularly fascinated just in, in any conversation, just with the trends and the adjustments and the things that that people have done during this time to make sure that business can still happen. What sticks around in uh, once we're kind of past COVID? And so I'm, I'm particularly interested to see what happens in the collections industry, just to know how things have maybe permanently been altered just by this past time, I think is is really interesting to think about. Um, so as I understand it, there's also a new federal regulation that's going to impact collection agencies. Can you tell listeners a little bit about that as well? And maybe uh, give us some of the details there. Sure. Regulation F. This is all people in the collection industry are talking about right now. I mean, honestly, every webinar, every client call, it's all we talk about. And for good reason. Regulation F is the CFPB's debt collection rule. And um, it becomes effective on November 30th, and it's massive. The changes are very significant. Um, I think they're good. I think it's great to have the CFPB finally giving us more clear instructions on how they expect agencies to work with consumers and communicate with consumers. But um, the changes are material. 
And so, you know, if your agency isn't talking to you about Regulation F, or if you're in the creditor seat and you have no idea what Regulation F is, um, reach out to your collection agency and start asking some questions because the clock is certainly ticking here to become compliant. But yeah, it's a huge change. It's painful, but I think in the end, it's going to be really good for us. So what are the some of the steps in your mind that, that collection agencies will have to take in order to comply with Regulation F? The biggest change for agencies, in my opinion, is uh, the initial notice that we send to consumers. And so they're you know, the federal law has required for a long time that within five days of speaking with a consumer, we have to send them a letter or we have to communicate with them to explain to them their rights under federal law, their right to dispute the debt, the right, their right to request additional information about the debt. Um, and so we've been sending out this initial communication for a long time. Uh, the difference now is the CFPB has given us a model initial notice and the model notice, it has some changes. It uh, presents information about the debt that we weren't necessarily giving the consumer before. It's called the itemization. And so there are there are new numbers that have to be on this initial notice in order to send it in compliance with the law. And how our creditors are giving that information and how they're itemizing the debt uh, may be different than how they've always done it. And so we are working with all of our clients right now to make sure they understand the requirements and they understand the information that IC system will need in order to send out this model notice. So that has been a huge change, you know, just making sure that clients understand why this is so important and what information is needed. And then also changing the file layouts, the way that clients send us the debt itemization information, that's been a major change as well. Additionally, there's requirements around communication we have to have with consumers before their debt can be reported to a credit bureau. Um, there's restrictions around how many times you can try to call a consumer in a given week and what happens if you actually get in contact with the consumer. Um, there's restrictions around what happens if a consumer says, this isn't a good time to talk. Uh, the CFPB has told us, well, uh, you better note that and you better not call them anymore because if you do, it can be presumed to be a violation of the FDCPA. So there are a lot of um, different nuances in the rules, but it, you know, I, I think in the end, it's good to know what the rules are. This is really the first time we've gotten such clear rules from the CFPB. So I think once we get past November 30th and we're compliant and we're working in this new um, reg F environment, it will be a good thing. It's just between now and November 30th, it's going to be a little bit of a little bit of a crunch. So as we started talking about regulation F, you mentioned just how important it was and how it's it's a big deal in the industry. It's all that anyone is talking about. So is this something that your current clients or even a company thinking about using the services of a collection agency need to worry about? Is it something they can should concern themselves with? Or is this really something that that IC system and, and companies like yourselves need to be worried about and considering? That's a great question. You know, the CFPB and the FDCPA really regulates the activity of debt collectors. So it'd be easier for, it'd be easy, excuse me, for a creditor to say, well, I'm not a debt collector. I don't really need to worry about that. I think you do need to worry about it. I, I think compliance with Reg F is not optional. I, I also think using this model notice, the model initial notice is also not optional, even though it's kind of presented in the rules as a safe harbor, which makes you think, oh, maybe it's optional. I think that the uh, litigation around that that is going to result 
in not using the model notice will be material. So in my opinion, none of this is optional. And if you are a creditor and you aren't talking to your collection agency about Reg F, or you haven't at least verified that they intend to comply with Reg F, I, I think that's a huge mistake. You know, I my in my opinion, if your agency isn't complying with Reg F, I think they might not be your agency next year because I don't know that they are gonna survive non-compliance. I, I think the plaintiff's bar is just waiting to file these lawsuits and accuse agencies of violating the FDCPA. Um, so to me, just the threat of litigation alone is enough reason. But also the CFPB, I mean, they're not shy about showing up at an agency and conducting an examination. And if they deem that you're not in compliance, um, that's not a good place to be either. So I, I trust that all agencies are working really hard right now to comply with Reg F. Um, but as a creditor, as a company that uses a debt collection agency, it's certainly worth the conversation just to make sure that you and your agency are on the same page uh, in terms of Reg F. Excellent stuff. Michelle, is there anything you want to say uh, just to leave our listeners with in closing today, uh, just in terms of keeping up with regulatory change in the collections uh, industry? Anything you want to leave our listeners with here uh, as we wrap up our conversation? Well, of course, my opinion is that compliance is not optional. It's absolutely mandatory. Um, and for anyone listening who is not working with IC System, if you're working with any collection agency, um, you know, certainly take the time to make sure that your agency is compliant, that they're keeping up with regulation. It changes quickly, um, but it's just vitally important to the success of your collection agency and of your company. So even though I know compliance isn't always the most exciting topic, it is very important. And uh, I would just encourage all creditors, all clients to just check in with your agency and make sure you're on the same page. I don't know what you mean. I think compliance is the most exciting topic <laughs> that we could possibly talk about. So <laughs> Michelle Dove, Corporate Counsel and Chief Compliance Officer at IC System. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us and uh, keeping us up to date on regulatory change in the collection industry. Great. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of Closing the Books, a podcast from IC System. Stay tuned. We'll be back soon with new episodes. But for this one, for my guest today, Michelle Dove, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.